Stream Anime Radio. Welcome to March, everybody. Welcome to the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast, the 1st of March, 2023. Two months already in the books and the fourth podcast of the season, I believe. I'm JR in front of a jet that nobody can afford. And on the other side is Neff Canuck. Hello, sir. Good evening, sir. How are you? Hanging in there, hanging in there. Uh, I had a pretty expensive week because I had to replace the uh, joystick that I use for Flight Simulator, one of the major games that I play. I'm just surprised you're still here. I'm surprised <laughs> you haven't been traded to another podcast. <laughs> I mean, with the NHL trade deadline coming up on Friday, apparently they've all decided, no, no, no we're not waiting till the last minute. We're just going to trade people left, right, and center Leaving the two Canadian networks up here who devote, like, uh, five hours solid mm -hmm. to trade deadline day with probably nothing to talk about but crickets. <laughs> it's going to be hilarious. It, uh, my Twitter um, account uh, from people, my, the friends that I follow, retweeting all these hockey trades. It's going crazy the last few days. Yeah, and there have been a few more today, including one that had been rumored for the better part, a year and a half. Mm -hmm. That being Jacob Chikrin going from Arizona to <laughs> Ottawa. Sorry, that's a <laughs> reflex action every time I have to mention <laughs> senator. <laughs> senators. Mm. But, uh, but it's an exciting time. Uh, hockey draft, the NFL draft will be soon after, and then you have uh, baseball starting, and we get used to that wonderful pitch clock. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I wonder how fast it would take you to get to that, because I like the idea of a pitch clock, to be honest, mm -hmm. because baseball games drag and drag, and shall we say drag, one more time, and it's like, okay, if anything would force them, I mean, the only other thing I could think of is basically the pitch clock you don't see, but you get tasered if you didn't pitch in within a certain period of time, but <laughs> yeah, that would injure the pitcher, so we can't do that, so I think the pitch clock is the next best thing. Right. It's already uh, decided a couple of games, uh, and of course, uh, they've made big headlines, the big one being uh, a game-ending pitch clock violation. <laughs> well, I mean, it's the same issue, you know, in hockey when it's like, okay, you have overtime, 
and you have the shootout. So basically, you know, a skills competition and the game, but mm-hmm. you need an ending, right? Right. Otherwise, the game would go on forever because nobody wants ties anymore. We have a uh, redemption for emote only, so we've started the five-minute clock, Neff. We have our own pitch clock going. Uh, and somebody mentioned uh, in the channel the World Baseball Classic. The problem with that is the fact that it's happening like during spring training, it really buggers things up for a lot of teams. Mm-hmm. So a lot of teams are not necessarily happy that this is going on. Mm-hmm. I mean, the Jays weren't thrilled. They were going to lose Alec Manoa, but then, you know, he had a baby. He His wife had a baby which, mm-hmm. and was completely, like, late. So it was, like, complete, you know, gong show as to would he go to the World Baseball Classic? Would he show up at Jays camp? When is his child going to arrive? Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, it ultimately has worked out, but it's more a question of going, you yeah. know. <laughs> Well, um, this is the XAR Podcast. I'll be explaining this uh, jet behind me in just a moment. But first of all, a warm welcome to all of you watching or listening. If you're watching us right now, you'd like to take an audio version of Neff Canuck and myself wherever you go. Just uh, find the Extreme Anime Radio Podcast online, which you can do through various ways. And... um, the way that I want to mention now is our Linktree, linktree.com forward slash anime radio, because I've done a big upgrade to the listings we have there this week. We changed everything over to Umemi, first of all. And second of all, we now have a link to the podcast at the very top of the Linktree. And what that's going to do, when you click on that link, it's going to open up a whole page showing you Number one, where you can download the podcast. And number two, it will give you a link to the last three podcasts on Spotify that you can download right then and there. Oh, how convenient. Mm-hmm. Um, there is also an option that says, um, you know, one of the options on Linktree, uh, open it and you can actually preview the beginning of the show. you just be listening to the, the intro uh, song, so... Uh, I think I'd just uh, be better off leaving that off for the time being. Yeah, the the problem is if it, if the recording is basically the intro, it's like, it's a wonderful intro, but it isn't us. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, yes, yeah, so linktree.com will, slash anime radio will have all the links to that. And, of course, to Anchor and to Spotify and to all the other mediums. Uh, and if you're listening to us, you can watch us by going to Twitch or to YouTube, or to Spotify Video. And again, all those links are at linktree.com forward slash anime radio. So um, this jet behind me, uh, Mr. Neff, is going to be the jet that we fly on uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator when we stream tomorrow night. Uh, Start time between 8 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. We're going to have uh, two of our wonderful passengers back with us. Two of the cosplayers of now both Sarah and Yumemi, and longtime supporters Mika Zelda and Shoujo Naomi. They will be joining us, reminding me to release the parking brake, and uh, away we go and a wonderful, probably short flight. We'll have to see how things go for tomorrow. I, I was going to say, you have to be reminded to release the parking brake. At least my car is smart enough that when I throw <laughs> it in drive and I push the gas, it actually does release the parking brake. Yeah. Now, it's a lurch, mind you. It goes... 
funk, <laughs> wonderful electronic parking brake that it is, but at least I don't have people razzing me going, you didn't release the parking brake, did you? <laughs> but uh, looking forward to flying this plane. Um, now, the only caveat is normally we fly planes with our mascot on them. Unfortunately, this is not going to be case tomorrow because that plane is still being worked on by the various artists that we're talking to. So we're doing one art for this one, which is going to be the Umemi. Um, we're going to call it the U-Jet instead of the H-Jet, which is an abbreviation for Honda Jet. We're going to call it the U-Jet. Um, and then we need to come up with uh, a name for the new Sarah Jet that's being developed, which is based off of the um, medium to long range uh, Cessna Citation that's part of Flight Simulator. Hmm. You've given me a challenge. I'll have to think about that. Mm. You still have time because uh, we're still developing um, artwork for the tail for that one. And that's going to be uh, Sarah with a dance pose uh, on the tail, you know, aiming for the sky and whatnot. Ah, I see. Pointing to the sky. Mm -hmm. Better than pointing to the ground, especially for an airplane. <laughs> and thus the reason that leads me into uh, buying the new joystick the other day, which was uh, actually, it all worked out in the end because of uh, the, um, the fact that I get free delivery here from Best Buy as we uh, run out in the timer on the emo chat. Uh, yeah, so I tried it the other day, and, um, you know, the one that I had seemed to have an issue, and I checked that uh, the Z-axis on the joystick kind of wanted to move on its own. That is not good for a joystick when one of the axes decides, you know what, I'm just going to do my own thing whether you yeah. want it to or not. <laughs> so, of course, I do it in Flight Simulator, bring up the throttle, and the plane pr proceeds to make a right turn and head toward a building. So I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Ooh, that would be an expensive whoopsie. <laughs> no, um, I want to... I want to have a Sarah name to it. Uh, Flax um, suggested Makojet in honor of Mika Zelda, perhaps. Like I said, point. we could call it the Point Jet. P-O-I-N-T-E. Hmm. Nah. We still have yeah, time to think some, about it. Give me, give me some more time. Give me some more alcohol. Eventually, I'll come up with something, something better. <laughs> I know uh, other people in the chat, like Liz, might have some suggestions, too. But, uh, no, looking forward to Flight Simulator with a functioning joystick uh, tomorrow, uh, again, between 8 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. So let's talk about uh, anime and manga nef, uh, because this is the Extreme Anime Radio podcast. Bri and I just finished a couple of cuckoos. We watched a final episode today, and we're like, okay. There was no resolution, really, to, uh, more than like what, what we expected, or at least I expected. It just uh, ends with the, uh, the protagonist just bickering and fighting, uh, which maybe is a good thing because they're engaged and whatnot. But it leaves me itching for more. I hope there's a second season. Of course, nothing's been official yet. Uh, but I know, Neff, you have confirmed with me that the manga of A Couple of Cuckoos is still continuing. That is correct, sir. So if you want your fix, you just have to, you know, choose your platform of choice. Although I 
think that one is Kindle. I don't think Apple Books has it. Okay. And there, and therein lies my you know rant, mini rant of the of the night. There are so many different books and book platforms now. It's kind of hard to know. Okay, <laughs> which platform do I have to buy it on? And am I paying the Apple tax? Not paying the Apple tax? Mm -hmm. And is it even available in Canada? Right. There has to be like a Just Watch uh, website for manga books, don't you think? If somebody tried to do that, I think their brains would explode after a while. <laughs> Probably just about as much manga as there are video titles, aren't there? I think there's more, honestly. And there are so many manga where there have been a few volumes and then nothing. Hmm. So it's like either they didn't sell well enough or the original Japanese hasn't gone very far. Now, I know there are a couple that I was reading where I know they've gone farther in Jap in Japanese, mm -hmm. but nothing in English. I'm going, crap, it didn't sell well enough. Mm. Darn it. There are things like that. Uh, speaking of uh, manga selling, um, we know that um, there are a lot of places out there where you know, the big and the small manga people can get their time. Um, especially in Japan, one of those places is called Kamiket. Now, the reason I bring this up, uh, Neff, is that there was a situation that came up with the recent um, episode of Urusei Yatsura, the reboot that is currently on High Dive. Um, it was reported this week that there is a scene where um, Ataru is... Um, Ataru is his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, Ataru Moroboshi. <laughs> it took me two seconds to click on my head, yeah. But Ataru, I think, is looking at a wall, and uh, there are some ads on the wall, I guess in his house, um, plugging an upcoming Kamiket uh, convention. And how do we know that? Because apparently... Somebody went out on Twitter or something and said, Hey, wait a minute. Those are the posters I created for Comicette several years ago. And uh, the anime studio making this never told me about it. <laughs> Uh-oh. That's bad. <laughs> uh, that... That that goes back to um, a you can't use other people's property without permission, mm -hmm. and b plagiarization is a really really bad thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, I'll I'll point you to one of the more infamous um, plagiarization issues. Do you remember the Big O? Okay, do you remember the very first opening? Very first. Big O, big O, big O. Now, if you listen to the whole thing, it did remind you of something. Sounded like Queen. Bingo. And that opening got axed for a second opening. And that second opening got axed. <laughs> so if you buy the Blu-ray now, you're getting a third opening, which is basically the Cartoon Network opening. Hmm. So it's like, oh, boy, you know. Yeah. 
They it, complained to us about piracy. Really? <laughs> I remember when we played music, the, that original opener was uh, something that really stood out for, for that very reason. That and the uh, G-Tensha, G-Tensha. We, we had a little uh, Japanese Bohemian Rhapsody uh, medley or something. Yeah, it was basically Bohemian Rhapsody, but done in Japanese. <laughs> and it was very much blinkety, blinkety. Uh-huh. Yeah. It was fun, though. Mm. I'll give it that. But, uh, no, going back to Urasei Yatsura, which I still have to go back to High Dive and watch, because I think I've only seen, like, two episodes so far. Um, it's episode 17 that apparently has this issue, and the um, the people behind Urasei Yatsura have profusely apologized, and they have gone to reworking the scene for future releases. Speaking of Yorose Yatsura, this version, getting a dub. I heard that, too. Yes, and it's like, blink, blink, because there were attempts to dub the original series mm. and a couple of the movies, and none of them quite hit the mark. So I'm curious to see if, you know, a more modern, you know, dubbing, you know, studio and dubbing, you know, platform can actually do it well because right. especially at Taro Maraboshi, he's a very interesting character <laughs> and says things in Japanese that yeah, the, you he he'd get arrested I, in the real world. He just like, nope. You're going off to the Koban, boy. <laughs> and you're not coming out. So you think, the, so, you think the script writers are going to have fun uh, putting this all together, huh? Like I said, they're probably going to tone him have to tone him down just a ditch. Mm -hmm. Because I'm you know, you've watched a couple of episodes. I mean, I know the original Ataro Motoboshi and he was a pervert lech. Mm -hmm. scumbag. <laughs> and it's like yeah. Mm -hmm. So, let's see if the modernized Ataru survives westernization. Yeah. So, uh, now that uh, now this uh, one anime is down, we have to find something else to watch. I may continue watching Urusei Yatsura in my spare time. Uh, but something else that I invited Bree to start today was um, the good old cooking show that's Fate Stay related. Oh, uh, cooking, cooking with the... I can't remember the exact title. Cooking with the Amelia, Amelia family? Cooking with the Amia family, I think, is what it's called. Uh, Bree can uh, yeah. help me with that, please. <laughs> yeah, and that one is so weird because I've watched – I actually watched that whole series. And, and frankly, watching the Fate Stay Night characters in such a mm -hmm. comfortable, non-violent, for the most part, yeah. setting is sort of like, eh? <laughs> Especially when you get, you know, Clue Kalan – you know the spear, the spear wielding maniac, mm -hmm. basically as a fishmonger. Yes, <laughs> Lancer. It's like, it's like blinkity blink blink. <laughs> um, now I remember, I watched six episodes, and uh, oh, today's menu for the Amia family. Thank you, Bree. Um, I watched six episodes, not realizing that apparently later on they released six more. Oh, you didn't. See, oh, you haven't seen them all. No, only only 
I, I, I forget if maybe I saw him with you at some point and there were only six episodes. I think that might have been the case at that time, yeah. Yeah. And we're talking because about would, like a few years have, ago. Yeah, would you have seen the volleyball episode then? Oh, I don't, I don't think I did. So it, so it must have been in the later six then. Okay. Because there's an episode where they play volleyball. And you suddenly realize these are not ordinary people. <laughs> and you also realize that Emilia, he doesn't, he doesn't like, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, my brain. Uh, oh, uh, the redheaded kid. My brain is fried. The so main dumb. character? No. Yeah, the main character. He doesn't like the main character, which considering that he is an alternate version of that main character in the different timeline, he's kind of like, so you hate yourself. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, Shiro. Shiro, thank you. <laughs> I would have remembered if I would have just remembered uh, Taiga when she's, you know, yelling for food. <laughs> that's all she that's all she yells. It's like when she wants food, it's like Shiro. It's like get your own food. Mm. Um personal chef. Um if you want something else to feast on, uh, well I do have a boxu box I'm gonna open up here in just a little bit. But something else that everybody can feast on if they don't subscribe to a major streaming service is Sailor Moon. Because uh, it was announced today, today or yesterday, Pluto TV, a free-to-air service available in North America, uh, ad-supported, uh, has started a Sailor Moon channel. I'll stop you right there. Even though it says you say North America, you cannot be certain. I'd have to check. Okay. Whether or not it's available in Canada, because we have seen that the Pluto TV library up here is very much truncated compared uh, to what's available in the U.S. I see. We'll have to see. Uh, nothing specific from what I can see. Um, now I had made a joke to Liz when she mentioned it in the Discord earlier, and uh, well, do we know what they're airing? And no idea. I think we thought maybe the original series. So, um, you know, I did the math in my head. So that's 200 episodes, 30 minutes an episode. You could probably get through and loop back around in about four days and change and start over from the beginning. <laughs> mm. Now I'm just scrolling through really quick. I've got mm -hmm. the app on my phone. Right. Now I'm just trying to see. The problem is the way they do it up here. Right. There isn't really an anime channel per se. Mm. Let's see. Right. And as you scroll, check, scroll. I was going to say, um, Liz just mentioned that she is correct. Um, the 200 original series episodes plus all of Sailor Moon Crystal. So now that means you can just get a random episode whenever. <laughs> and then you have uh, the Sailor Moon RS and Super S movies from the 90s. Mm, let's see here. Oh, here we go. Mm, nope. All we have so far is still the loop on the third channel. Oh, there you go. <laughs> well, <laughs> which is which is not bad in and of itself. Except I have high dive. Yeah, exactly. Which means which means I don't have to be interrupted by commercials for things that I don't really want to think about. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, Bree, yeah, makes a point. That's what Pluto TV does. They just loop episodes over and over again. I remember that uh, from my days of, you know, watching Pluto TV months back um, when I was recovering, and I would watch uh, Pluto TV. There are a couple of ways, actually, we could watch Pluto TV um, or actually the buzzer channel is what I was watching on Pluto TV. I should say there are way, several ways you can watch the buzzer channel. And, um, but yeah, Pluto TV, um, when you go through there, they have a tendency of, um, doing like, um, three or four hours of episodes and then starting back over. And then the next day doing another fresh three or four hour block of shows. Mm. Now you just had me thinking, I'm going, wait a minute. Not only is there live TV, there's on-demand. So I'm just going through the on-demand section, just morbidly curious to see mm. what else they've got. Right. Uh, Sailor Pluto TV. It could be. <laughs> mm. Let's see. Okay. Well, nothing in the kids section. All right. So home and do it yourself, food, <laughs> entertainment. No. Like I said, it's basically loop on the third, and maybe there's a rights issue there. Mm -hmm. I mean, the classic TV channel has stuff that's like, I remember watching that. God, mm. I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, I would not be surprised if the start of Sailor Pluto TV, as Colith says, has anything to do with Viz releasing the Sailor Moon R Blu-rays this week. Gee, you think? A little free advertising. You don't like ads in your in your Sailor Moon? Well, you can buy the Blu-rays. <laughs> oh, Blu-rays are still a thing, apparently. Well, I mean, for those of us who don't like ads and who don't want to rely on an internet connection that can go, you know, at the drop of a hat. Mm-hmm. Luckily, my internet connection doesn't do that. Right. Can't say the same for my jo real job, though. <laughs> but, uh, no, apparently, yes, Viz Media has released it for $59.99 on Blu-ray. Available in stores such as Amazon and Target and Walmart and uh, more places. Now, is it that the entire series or is that just parts? R, the R series. Okay, so the R series. Mm-hmm. So there's classic, there's R, there's S, there's Super S, there's stars, there's the movies. And there's that's Crystal and, and the, and the newer movies. Well, yeah. That's going to be an expensive proposition, I think. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, I it just completely um, went over my head that they still haven't, uh, you know, done all these releases yet. Although I'm pretty sure you can just stream them anyway, right? Well, the trick is, I'm not actually sure there's a legal way to stream the Sailor Moon. No, actually, scratch that. 2B TV, mm. they had it. Right. I don't know if they still do. Right. Maybe it's gotten moved to Pluto. I mean, that's the other thing with the streaming. It can be here on the one channel one day, mm. and then a day later, it's on another channel. Right. So you got to chase it down. <laughs> but, uh, but no... Um... Nice to see uh, Sailor Moon represented here uh, in a variety of ways, I would say. And uh, just kind of like turning into Buzzer or the old Price is Right channel, 
you just want to pass the time, just go to Sailor Pluto TV. <laughs> well, hey, I mean, and if you're really lucky, I mean, then again, the early, early stuff isn't, isn't quite as ba bad as the early, early stuff of The Price is Right. Mm -hmm. But, of course, that's a lot longer show. You know? it's like, <laughs> mm. I prefer the old days when most anime was confined to Crunchyroll rather than spread out on sketchy services, as called it. No, um, uh, we're both going to have different answers to this. But my old days were renting DVDs from Netflix and from Green Scene, which was a local outlet based in San Francisco at the time. You had to wait three to four days to get your DVDs. And they had the Sailor Moon DVDs, the Pioneer DVDs, and later the Genion DVDs that would just have four episodes uh, the clean opening and closing theme songs, and most importantly, the Genion Pioneer anime previews, where you would get all these sort of previews for um, Angelic Lair, Heat Guy J, and a few others. You remember those, Neff? Oh, yeah, yeah. That's that's going back a ways. I mean, I go back slightly further than that to, yeah. you know, tape trading because... They didn't release the stuff over here. You know? <laughs> Basically, you had to get a 10th generation copy of a, of a random Sailor Moon episode, and you liked it. Mm. And mentioning Vandra, I think that was part of it as well. Mm. And then, let's see, the earliest DVD I ever bought, I still have it in my collection, Dual Parallel Trouble Adventures, which is one of those ones where it's never been re-released anywhere, it hasn't gone to a streaming service, and I don't know why. It's, <laughs> no, because it's so bizarre. It's like I like I always describe it. It's like if Neon Genesis Evangelion and Tenchi Moyu had a baby, and the baby was well adjusted. <laughs> wow. So you know, the next time you're up in this neck of the woods, boss, I'll show it to you, and you'll go, "Wait a minute, this isn't that good." And mm -hmm. I'll admit, it's not high cinema, mm -hmm. but it's fun. Yeah. Uh, my first Sailor Moon viewing, according to Flax, was watching it on Cartoon Network. My first Sailor Moon viewing was the Deke in syndication on WWOR here in New York. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. YTV back when, in Canada, back when they had anime. Hmm. Well, um, it is the time where I'm going to start going through this box here in a few minutes, but Neff, uh, why don't you tell us, uh, What's new in Manga World for you? Okay. Um, I picked up a new series that I'd actually seen through less than honest means many years ago. Campfire cooking with my absurd skill. Okay? So, your typical isekai where a guy gets transported to another world. Mm -hmm. Except he doesn't have, you know, superhero powers. What mm -hmm. he has is a cooking ability and the ability to access an online store where he can get, you know, cooking utensils, uh, some basic spices, etc. Now, he does the, th the thing, what he does, he says, okay, I'm going to use my cooking skill to get out of town because when they realize he's not, you know, the hero, they're like, we don't want you around too much. Mm -hmm. So he takes that as his cue. Speaking mm -hmm. of cues, it's a cue to... Uh, step away and find another place to be. Mm -hmm. So he hires a party of adventurers and he realizes he can cook for them. And mm -hmm. with his skills, 
he can make basically gourmet meals out of almost anything. Mm-hmm. And that includes the magical beasts that inhabit this world. And what he ends up cooking ends up being analogous to what he is, uh, you know, used to in Japan, where, for example, a giant rock bird becomes fried chicken, essentially, etc. Now, as he is being uh, brought along by this group, they run into the first of many magical beasts that is attracted to his cooking. The first magical beast is a giant wolf called Fenrir who basically says, feed me, and I'll be your, you know, companion forever. (laughs) And everybody in the group is like, dude, feed this guy, or he will eat you. It's your (laughs) spite. So he feeds the the Fenrir, and Fenrir becomes pretty much, you know, his loyal companion. Mm -hmm. Naggingly loyal companion because it's like, I'm hungry, feed me. I'm hungry, feed me. Now, and again, we're talking like a giant wolf we're talking like twice the size of a horse like we're talking close to an elephant in size (laughs) so to cook for that you know this poor guy is cooking and cooking and cooking and that's the first of the companions he meets he meets several other you know magical entities uh who are attracted to his cooking and i've got the first five volumes of it uh because kindle had a sale and it's like Hmm. Yeah. I mean, the art style's a little rough. Mm-hmm. The storytelling's a little cliche, but it's fun. And yeah. I that's that's my thing when I when I buy an anim, a manga or an anime, I want it to be fun. Right. Because if I wanted to just be depressed, uh-huh. I just look outside at the weather. <laughs> that, that the way you describe it, I don't know why, but at me it kind of rings like uh, uh, cooking meets uh, Final Fantasy meets Ready Player One, that sort of deal. Pretty much, I, I liken it to Final Fantasy and Shogeki no Soma have a baby. <laughs> and this is the result. Wow. Speaking of Final Fantasy, we're doing a Final Fantasy artwork of Umemi, possibly. We'll see how that turns out. Hmm. Now, do you go for the obvious, or do you tweak things a bit? Uh, one of the major characters from... One of the recent franchises. Okay, I, w- I was going to say, when I say obvious, I'm talking, you know, Final Fantasy VII, one of the characters from there. Uh, oh, se- specific series. Yeah. Uh, no, one of the later ones. Okay. So, I'll be, curi- I'll be curious to see how that turns out, and I'm sure we all are. Yep. And uh, more Sarah and Yumemi artwork in the works, including... Uh, um, the tail art for a jet like this that will be flying in Flight Simulator at some point. Uh, we will not have it for tomorrow. Uh, but, uh, no, I think you're going to agree. It's a, it's a nice uh, little jet to fly in the game. So be sure to join us tomorrow for that. Um, and, Neff, as I go get the box here, um, what anime are you touching base on? Uh, I'm sticking with uh, Farming Life in Another World. Mm. Because things are getting more and more goofy as more and more people join the village mm-hmm. through means rather fair and means rather bizarre right. and foul. Because this is, this is a series that, you know, even when you think something bad is going to happen, mm-hmm. it doesn't. It literally turns around mm-hmm. into a positive. Right. So, I mean, 
the only thing that the anime is skirting and the manga gets right into, which means I may have to pick it up just for the sheer bizarreness of it, mm. is the fact that the, t- the MC still remains the only adult male in this village. <laughs> oh, no. The only adult male. In fact, when the dwarves come, because dwarves show up, yeah. uh, they're male. But when he says, hey, look, you know, during a reception for the, the dwarves, he's like, hey, look at all these women. Would you like to move here? And the dwarf turns to him, slightly drunk, and says, these, these women are old enough. I like my women with beards. And it's like, the MC is disappointed, and I'm just going, okay, that oh is a very strange dwarven <laughs> village. Thank you very much. Middle Earth, it ain't. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say. Like, wait a minute. Oh, Ugh. no. So I, I, I'm curious, because now we're at episode, I think, eight was just released. So we've got four more to go, I think. Mm-hmm. I think this one's only 12. Right. So I'm going, hmm. No word of a dub yet on it, so we'll see. I mean, this one I think could you. This one could be a bit more, you know, spread out if it got a dub. Mm-hmm. But we'll have to see if they, you know, decide is worth is worth the investment. All right. Um, I have the box here now. Um, this is the uh, spring boxu box. Well, you can't see it very well because I got the. You can <laughs> the, see at least part of it. The, the minute you put the box up. Everything disappears. All we see is the plane. You can all you can see is the plane, right? <laughs> the plane, boss. The plane. But uh, I'll I'll give you one hint. I'll just hold it up here real quick so you can see the plane real quick. You see the very unique feature of this plane, Neff? The engine is in a rather interesting place. It's attached to the wing. Yeah, I look at that and I go on top of the wing. I I, I don't like that. <laughs> We'll see how it goes uh, with tomorrow's stream. Um, very looking forward to showing it to you guys. All right, so, ooh, this is the first time I'm opening the box. Uh, this is the Boxu box for March. Um, now, unfortunately, I don't know if this might be the last Boxu box I get. Um, I've started um, a subscription now with Japan Crate which is another one of the big box um, um, curating companies that ships you snacks and stuff. Highly recommended to me. And I have a coupon which for my first uh, month subscription, they will give me uh, like a second blind box of another one of their um, types of blind boxes that they send out from Japan Crate. But uh, this is uh, Sakura in Kyoto. Kyoto, a place that Bri and I just visited last month, or the month before, because we're already in March. <laughs> so um, the pink flower has begun, uh, according to the rundown here. And um, well, from all the reports I am reading, um, the boxes sell the DHL problems. They don't go through DHL anymore. They use um, they use a third-party provider. Um, to ship the boxes over and then hand them off to the post office. And it's that third-party provider what's causing a lot of the shipping issues with Boxu with me lately. Uh, this box was reasonably on time, 
but there have been a few boxes in the past year where there have been some shipping issues. Like I see it in New Jersey, then it goes further away from me, and then it's supposed to come back. Some of the boxes just stick around in New Jersey and don't go anywhere. Hmm. <laughs> boxes mysteriously disappearing in New Jersey. Hmm, who'd have thunk it? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let me go through here. And uh, let's see what we have here. Um, we have a lot of goodies here. And including some that I think I have tasted before, but let's see. Um, all right, so I'm going to go through here real quick and take a look. We have some tea offerings here, which is nice. A couple of different tea offerings. Um, and some savory tomato-based um, uh, food as well. But uh, let's see. I'm going to... I see couple of things that I like here that I'm going to try to dig out. Uh, unfortunately, I guess these were broken in transit. But, uh, okay, I will hold up uh, these two things. One is a, um, is a slightly broken Sakura cracker. And this is a Sakura mochi. So what should I have first, the cracker or the mochi? Let us know in the chat right now. The cracker or the mochi? Sometimes I like to do these random um, polls when we do the taste tests. So uh, I, I, I laugh because I'm going, the mochi's in one piece, we know that. Mm -hmm. The cracker, ooh. <laughs> yep. Um, they're all neatly laid out, these snacks, this time. But I noticed that a few of them are kind of broken. I mean, I think that's uh, the reality with all the boxes that I get from the various providers. A few of them won't arrive as intended. Well, to be fair, I mean, it is traveling a long distance, so it's not as if it's impossible. Right. Uh, right now, we've got two votes for mochi. Yeah, I think we'll do the mochi. Uh, let's see here. So this is the uh, Sakura mochi. The first mochi we ever introduced in 2019. See, I think I've had this before. Our members loved it so much, we've tried to create as mochi of these rice cakes as possible. <laughs> oh. That's enough partly joke there. Ouch, partly why I pound out that pun. <laughs> Lux. All right, it's covered in rice flour. Oh, this is going to be messy. So, oh, dear. I brought a plate with me. And I'm going to go ahead and uh, open up the wrapper. And if it's like plate, the one that I've had... What's that? I said you remembered a plate, but you forgot a napkin. I have napkins here on the side as well. Yep. Oh, okay. I was going to say. Ugh. Here it is. Yes, I think I've I've had this on before. Oh, yeah. Sakura mochi, woohoo, yay. <laughs> But now we'll try the cracker. Let's see the description of the cracker. Where are you? Um, moto really? Hold on a second. Um, uh oh. Surprise! Oh, it's a sable. A popular souvenir in Kyoto: crisp French butter cookie shaped like ume plum blossoms. Oh, okay. 
So it's not actually a sakura, it's a plum cookie. Hmm. Which is very interesting. Alright. Oh! This is another one of those cookies where I would say yay, but even be better if we had it with some tea. Oh, it's one of those tea cookies. Mm-hmm. So, uh, we'll do, uh, maybe we'll do one more. As I finish this cookie. Mmm. <laughs> stuff, stuff, cram, cram. All right. Now, while I'm looking through this catalog, Flax apparently wants to talk about uh, Bally Sports going under. Well, not, not only Bally Sports, but apparently Warner Brothers Discovery, excuse me, has decided to shutter all of its uh, re uh, regional sports networks that operate under the AT&T Sportsnet banner. Ooh. If they don't find a buyer for them, they're going to shut them off. Wow. So, um, Major League Baseball has said, okay, if you guys go under, we'll just do it ourselves. Mm-hmm. Now, the NHL is bloody panicking mm -hmm. because they don't have the facilities to do that. Mm -hmm. In fact, when they uh, sold the streaming rights off to ESPN Plus in the States mm -hmm. and uh, Sportsnet up here in Canada, they basically shuttered the North American version of NHL.TV. Ah. It's still available internationally, but that's being held, handled by their partners. Wow. So, yeah. Hmm. And, the question, and the NBA is like, well, our season's mostly over anyway. We don't care. We've got our money <laughs> for the most part. But if regional sports networks go down, this could mean a real fundamental shift to the point of, I don't know if everybody knows this, but Major League Soccer basically sold their rights to Apple TV. Hmm. All of it, lock, stock, and barrel. Wow. Which has led to some funny, funny consternation up here. Mm -hmm. Because, of course, the Canadian rights holder is basically at Apple's mercy about whatever games Apple's willing to give them. Mm -hmm. And basically, they've been told, you're not getting all three Canadian teams every week. No, 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 no. Because they want to drive traffic to the Apple service. Right. So they've, they've only promised them one Canadian team a week. <laughs> Canadian rights holder isn't, isn't happy, hmm. which makes me spectacularly happy. <laughs> because those thieves deserve every kick in the pants they get. <laughs> wow. Very interesting take on that. Um, mm. Now, okay, for my last one, Neff, I'm going to let you choose. Okay. And we'll let you have a say in it. Should I try the Sakura cake or the Sakura souffle? Souffle. <laughs> One, because it's lighter for you because you've been, you've been eating all this stuff. And two, because I'm curious to see how a Sakura souffle tastes. Mm. All right. So let me find the souffle. That's, that's, that's the cake. Here's the souffle right here. Gâteau souffle. There it is. 
this souffle is exclusively sold in the spring, carefully baked to be moist and fluffy, while encapsulating beautiful cherry blossoms with its gentle scent. Mmm. All right. Let me well, it's certainly promising a lot, I must say. Let me uh, let me open it again here. All right. While you do that, I'll mention that I did watch multiple matches on uh, MLS on the weekend on Apple TV. Mm -hmm. I'll say this much. It's odd not having Canadian-based announcers Mm -hmm. because when the team, excuse me, fails to produce, there isn't that Canadian, you know, trying to pump their tires and say, it's not that bad. No, 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 no. The the announcers, which I presume are all American, are more than willing to throw TFC Toronto Football Club mm-hmm. off of the off of the cliff with a rock tied to them, <laughs> and then throw a bunch of elephants on top of them, you know, from behind. A good measure, huh? Yeah, they 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 really didn't like Toronto. I mean, the pregame show, you know, mm-hmm. was like okay. And speaking of pregame show, found out that Liam McEwen. Decided to get another gig. Now, who's he? Uh, he's the host of uh, NHL and TNT. Okay. He's the host of the MLS pregame show now. The, ma- the main pregame show. And it's just like going, okay, you've gone from hockey, where you're basically the second banana. You know, basically, he's, he's the butt of the jokes, etc. Mm-hmm. To trying to be the hipster cool. And it's really bizarre because... All the gentlemen are wearing suits of various colors. One was like a dark green. It was bizarre. <laughs> with white sneakers. And the female uh, is wearing, uh, you know, high heel shoes, a very lovely pants, a very lovely dress combination with a cape in pink. Hmm. And I'm just going, okay, you stand out from the other three. I'll give you that. Yeah. But it's sort of like... What, were, what was the aesthetic album was going for here? Uh, they're trying to attack track younger audiences, maybe? Well, considering the design of the set, um, they were trying to attract people who go into Apple stores, I think. <laughs> no, seriously. If you watch, if you watch any of the, of, the, of the pregame stuff, mm-hmm. it looks like an Apple store. Like, you, you, get, this, mm. you get this vibe. Interesting. Meanwhile, poor Fox in the U.S., and there was a bunch of memes about this. I'm surprised you didn't see them. Uh, basically, they, they have linear TV, and they have cut their budget to the point where it's two guys in a darkened room with what looks like a curtain behind them, you know, saying Fox Sports MLS. Oh, really? Oh, wow. Oh, it's, it's horribly cheap. <laughs> it's like, okay, we know who spent the money, and mm-hmm. it ain't you. Yeah. Um. I've been holding this souffle. It looks like a mini Sara Lee pound cake. Hmm. And there is a sw- uh, there is a subtle, gentle scent of cherry blossom, but m- mostly of what seems like pound cake to me. So I'm going to go ahead and carefully open this up. It's a little sticky, too. Oh, that's even better. Sticky on live radio. Ooh. Ooh. Woohoo. Oh, he's happy, folks. This is a Sara Lee cake with cherry blossom flavor. Exactly what it is. With the now, little... that's an interesting that's an interesting combination. 
A little thing on the top, of, you know, what bakes on the top of it. Yeah. Mm. He's got his mouth full, folks, and he is not speeding up the chewing. I'll give you that. He's enjoying this. While I chew, the closing commentary. If you have any questions, concerns, compliments, or complaints about this podcast or any of our Twitch streams, drop us a line at ExtremeAnimeRadio at gmail.com or check us out on social. Uh, Linktree.com forward slash anime radio will get you links to all of our social platforms. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, uh, our Twitch channel, our YouTube channel, which is at Extreme Anime Radio. Uh, and our archived versions of our podcast are available at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio or your favorite podcasting platform. And I should also point out, as I've now washed down all of this souffle, which was very good. <laughs> um, so that Linktree page, once again, will have links to the most recent podcasts that have been published. And will also um, have links to all the ways you can... Um, access our podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, and all these very interesting uh, services. I'll, I'll read them off to you real quick as I, I'll load up the page. So let's see here. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, uh, CastBox, RSS, Pocket Cast, Overcast, Bullhorn, Castro, Castro, Player FM, Podcast Addict, Podbean, Pod Hero, Podcast Guru, Podcast Republic, Pod Friend, Radio Public, Sonnet, and Android. Those are all the locations you can listen to us. Can you repeat that again, sir? Okay. Uh, Apple Pod... No, no. <laughs> <laughs> really? Oh. Quite a lot of places we've been uh, since we started this podcast, Neff. I was going to say, it, it's kind of scary in a way. It's just like, wait a minute, we sort of spread. <laughs> I mean, I'll be, I'll be quite honest with you. I've, I've found myself on occasion where it's like, okay, there's nothing else I want to listen to on the radio. Let's check out an old podcast episode. Listen yeah. to myself for about two minutes. I'm like, no, let me find something else. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we always appreciate your support. We hope you'll check out uh, all the new links in our link tree. We hope you will support uh, the new art uh, coming of our mascot, Sarah and Umemi, in the weeks ahead, including the, um, the art of our new planes, including the Honda jet that's behind me, and the Citation Longitude and Flight Simulator, which will... Um, I'm thinking of maybe doing like some long-distance hops and maybe put them into like, a YouTube video like I did with the uh, Umemi uh, airplane a couple of months back. Sounds like a plan. So, um, but it gets very involved. Uh, I'll have to have if I do a flight simulator stream. I'm, maybe I won't do it tomorrow for time constraints. But I have to do. Uh, I have to go a little bit into how exactly I prepare ish for a uh, for a flight uh, like a long distance flight or a flight in a jet like this, and uh, all the preparations I normally take uh, to make it happen. Well, you do it the hard way. I mean, it's like if I want to go on a jet plane, I just buy a ticket. <laughs> now, there's another plane. Um, if I have time tomorrow, Neff, I'll show you. There's another plane, and it's called the Cirrus Vision. Um, I actually explained this uh, to Liz on the stream yesterday 
we did American Truck Simulator. By the way, thank you, Liz. I'll thank you again when we do um, Ace Attorney here in a moment. But, Neff, if you look up Cirrus, C-I-R-R-U-S, Vision Jet, tell me what you think of that plane. Okay, let me just see. Cirrus, let's see here. Let's see. Oh, that's like the third thing that comes up on my search screen. Okay, Vision Jet. See if you can get a picture of the Cirrus Vision Jet and tell me what, what your honest opinion is of that. Um, I, I must say I'm very intrigued, except, again, the engine is in a place where I'm, like, kind of going, huh? <laughs> I, I, I'm too used to the old-fashioned, either on the wings or on the tail, or maybe both. Not only does this have an engine on top of the plane... But it also has a parachute that you can pull in case there's an emergency. Fires up okay. a parachute and it goes down, yeah. The tail is actually very intriguing as well because I'm like, mm -hmm. I can never remember seeing a plane with a tail like that. that yeah. That, that, that's interesting. <laughs> that's a plane that I think... Um, we're waiting for the developers, because a third-party add-on, we're waiting for the developers to implement the new avionics that came with the flight simulator upgrade last month. So as soon as that happens, I'll take that for a spin. And it's, uh, it's quite cozy, and it's literally you push a button, and that's how the, en the engine starts. Oh, so it's sort of like my car, push a button and zoom. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would, I would, I would just go far as to say right now that if Neff could afford a plane for himself, it would probably be something like that. Okay, I, I, I shudder to think what I would do with an airplane. It's like, wait a minute, this, the stick goes, pull the stick back, you go up, push the stick down, you go down. <laughs> And that's about the, the strength of my flight knowledge. Go, hey, you can uh, go to your local airport, uh, fly into Teterboro, New Jersey, join me for lunch uh, at Sushi of Gotti in the city, and uh, be back home in Canada for dinner. Yeah, except there's that minor problem of, you know, crossing the border and all those <laughs> other fun things. That, you know, that, that's a bit of a problem. Yeah. But uh, I digress. That's going to happen tomorrow, March 2nd, uh, start time between 8 and 8.30 p.m. Eastern. Joined by uh, Neff and Liz and Bree and uh, also our two special guests, uh, Mika Zelda and Shoujo no Umi, two of our longtime supporters and also cosplayers of both of our mascots, Sarah and Yumemi. Guest lineup subject to change as usual. We hope you'll join us for all the excitement tomorrow night. But as far as this podcast goes, for Neff, I'm JR. We thank you for watching and listening. And remember, keep on looking out for the Extreme Mario Twitch streams. And don't forget, check out our podcast at anchor.fm forward slash anime radio. Good night, everybody. Good night. We will see you next time.